quite fun. Um, I've just come back from, I was up in Maritzburg for a f uh, few days, and um, just before I left, George and I were having a conversation, and he said, I think you should come back this Sunday night. And I went, well, let me think about it and pray about it. But this is like home, you know. So, but um, I leave to go back to Cape Town tomorrow. But what I thought I would do is, and I, I know this is, you know, this is painful things sometimes. Have you ever had those friends who go on a holiday and then they come back and they say, we'd love to show you our, our 7,544 slides. <laughs> ever had that? And you just think, dear Jesus, take me home now. But I thought I'd just tell you a little bit about my world. You know, I have the privilege of being able to be on various stages over the weekends, but actually my world is a whole, whole lot of other different stuff. And so I have the privilege, thanks, the guys on the overheads, let's go for it. I have the privilege of, oh, that photograph, um, of overseeing an organization called New Day United. Thank you. The next one, I'll just go like this and... You can keep doing the next one. So this is our team, um, which is just incredible. We had that little phrase, stronger together, way, way, way back. So, and uh, just amazing. In, I remember four years ago sitting with Patrick. I don't even know if you remember this in Robin. And I was, I was um, sharing with them what I thought I was going to do. And at one stage, I can't remember which one it was, but I saw one of them just kind of, Gently look at his watch, just like that. And I remember saying, if you didn't know me, how much time would you give me? Do you remember that? And you went, maybe five minutes. <laughs> and I was thinking, whoa, God, what a journey. But God has taken us on this incredible journey, and in four years, we've seen God do some phenomenal things. And so that's our team. Some of them have been sort of on the outskirts of, of gang, gang life, um, and just, yeah, just extreme stories. I won't go into all the stories, thank you. And this is our home. We're based at a church called Kanisa Church, which is in Cape Town. If you've ever come from the airport, first turn off on the left is Dana Fontaine uh, Road, and we are between Manenberg and Guguletu in a place called Tambu Village. The reason why we have this big fence is because the gangs run on both of those areas, thank you. And so we just have to keep people safe. This is our computer learning center. We started off the first year, we had um, an intake of 20 students, and we had eight computers. And I remember Anna-Marie, who's the operations director, saying to me, well, what are we going to do? I said, we pray, sister, we pray. And my heart was going, and I was thinking, God, how are we going to do this? And by the end of the prayer meeting, I, a friend of mine in the States phoned me, and she said, I'd like to give you 10 computers. And so we've just seen exponential growth. We are graduating 19 students um, in, this, next, in this, this intake that we've just had, and it's accredited uh, with the government, so we're really gr grateful about that. The guy on the, on the right-hand side is a friend of mine who's a film editor, edits big movies, but it comes and mentors some of our guys. Thank you. And then this is our chluma. Chluma is a closer word, which means to prosper. And we've really committed ourselves to not just feeding our kids, although that we do that, 50 to 60 kids a day, 
but we also want to give them specialized training. And we feel that maths and science and English are the three. And so our kids are learning robotics, and they are just amazing. Given that we've just bought a whole lot of robotics kits. We need more because uh, the line of, of people that want to come and join us is just growing. But we, we're, we're chilled. We know God is doing some stuff. Thank you. And so we entered some kids in the World Robotics Olympiad. And most of those kids were, uh, most of the schools represented were private schools. And our kids went. And these kids live in, and most of them live in shacks or just really run down homes. In fact, some of their homes have been seriously flooded these last few days. And our kids came out with bronze in all the categories. So we were jolly, jolly. Next year, we want to go for gold and then send them to Joburg and then send them overseas. Thank you. The next one. Then we also have um, e-learning. So they do maths e-learning and our kids have gone from the lower percentile to the higher percentile. And then on the right, we do coding. We're doing coding with our kids. And the guy that you can see there is uh, uh, from the Baha'i religion and he heard about us. And so he got in touch with us, and I went to go and sit in his boardroom, and we were sitting there, and I just, we have a thing in New Day, we say we either ding or a dong, that's it, go for that, there's none of this, let's, it's either ding or dong, that's it, and that's hearing God fast track, and um, I felt a ding, and so I said to him, Dave, I think there's a collaboration here. I think we can work together. So I said, you know, and his operations lady was taking serious notes and all the rest of it, and I said, you know, I love to pray for businesses. Would you mind if I just spoke a blessing over your business? <laughs> and the lady went, like this, and he went, I'm a Baha'i. And I went, oh, that's no problem at all. And so I said, I'd just love to say a blessing. And he said, well, can I say a blessing over you? And I said, yeah, sure. Anna-Marie's going, <laughs> and I thought, covered by the blood. And so I just, I just spoke a, a prophetic blessing over his business. And then he was, I saw him madly trying to find a Baha'i blessing to bless me. And it was a great blessing. You know, it didn't say too much, but it was a great blessing anyway. And I love it. Dave comes every week, and I love the corner that he's working in because there are prayers all up there and uh, just acknowledging God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, and he just he loves it. Thank you. And then uh, we also have a sewing enterprise, and our ladies are just amazing, just amazing. The lady on the left, uh, on the right, her name is Moira. She's not yet a Christian, but she comes and helps our ladies. But she just loves all the prayer. And uh, she, I, I wandered through the area on, when I was there, and I heard her go, girls, girls, gather. She's retired. Gather. Blessing time. I need my blessing. So our passion is this, that people belong, and then they believe, and then they become all that God has for them. And so we always pray. We always um, have these moments of just waiting on God. So, yeah, she's just great. Thank you. You're getting bored yet? And then we have a program called Work for a Living. It's a 12-day program where we train our people to get jobs. And um, we've had 49 people come through this course this year. And we've put over 12, I think it's 13 people into jobs this year. And our statement is this. It's not our responsibility to find you a job. It's yours. And what have you done today? 
And last week we heard there was a lady who competed at our computer learning center, then went on to work for a living. First time ever she went, we got her a job interview, she went in and they hired her on the spot. Isn't that great? So we've seen people become employed and more and more people are, in fact, there's a course running at the moment. Thank you. And then we also have a health initiative going on. The lady on the left and the right is exactly the same person. Her name's Lorna. She headed up the HIV unit at Glasgow Infirmary. And um, she's come to work with us. She had cancer. So there was a pause for a little bit of time. But Lorna came back. And last week we heard that they've, their three-year visa has been extended. And uh, the Department of Health, uh, t 10 days ago, we had a meeting with them. And it was the most surreal meeting. Because there were about 10, 15 of them, and Lorna and myself. And they were going, please, can we work with you? Please, can we help you? I mean, it's just unheard of. They said, we'll put together a package and everything else, and uh, you can tweak it how you want to, uh, but we want to work with you. So just acceleration. And then finally, we know that we can't do anything, thank you, without prayer. And so every six weeks, we have a stop and pray where we close down all our departments. I, I know I look as though I'm in extreme pain in that corner at the bottom. I was, um, I was in the UK back in Manchester and joined them, but uh, we praying this Tuesday is our stop and pray, and it's a whole time of, of thanksgiving, and I've been watching all the WhatsApp messages going of our various departments, inviting people in, and they're all going, we're there, we're there, we're there. And we have Muslims, we have all sorts of people who come in, and we declare Jesus, we pray, and we bless, and God is on the move. Sure, that's what I do Monday to Friday. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. It really is. But when George asked me what I could speak on, George, how many minutes have I got here, brother? About 10. Jeepers. Okay, blessed are the short-winded. Um, when George asked me what I wanted to share with you today, this is coming up, 2020. In the next little while, 2020 is coming our way. And I have been super, super excited about what 2020 holds for us. It's not business as usual, that I know. And I've been speaking with prophetic people around the world, and everybody is feeling there's a shift and a change. And it's not just because it's a new decade. There is something on the move. And it's quite fascinating. I don't, you know, I don't kind of do numbers too much and all the rest of it. But 2020 is twice 10. And it can at times, this is the definition that I got, mean a complete or a perfect waiting period. Woohoo! How exciting is that? It's almost like on your marks, get set. It's time. It's time to go. But what I did is I came across some information. I was listening to a friend of mine sort of talking about stuff. And I like to, on, on occasions, just go into uh, the Strong's Concordance and look at the Hebrew and the Greek. And call me a geek. Maybe that's what I am. But there were two words that really got a hold of my, thank you. If every time I do this, sweetheart, let's move to the next one. Um, I, I came across these two words, and in the Greek... Uh, the 20, 2020 word is this word that's over here, and I want to say it right because I only speak a little bit of Greek. 
and it's epifoco. And it means this, to shine and to dawn and the start of a new day, 2020. But this got me even more. The Hebrew is that word over there, which is hatsolo. And this is what it means, deliverance. And it's based on Esther 4 verse 14, where Mordecai says to Esther, listen, if you don't rise up and do stuff now, deliverance will come from another place. But you were born for such a time as this. Isn't that amazing? That's actually in there. And my heart began to jump around a bit when I heard that. And I feel it's almost like God saying, he who has ears, let him hear. Deliverance is going to come one way or the other. And I want to be in that place of going, pick me, pick me. One way to say, I want to sit at your feet, drink cup from your cup, and that was beautiful. But then we need to get up and say, Lord, here I am. Send me. I'm ready to go. And so when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you, just a few little bits, bits here, but I feel that as God is preparing us for 2020, he is speaking into our identity. He is speaking into our destiny afresh. Our identity, not just kind of, this, I'm trying to find myself, but being able to align ourselves so perfectly with him that what he says we hear and we do. That our identity is so set in him that we know what our destiny is. We know our eyes are fixed. 2020 vision. To see as you see, that we live from the fullness that God is giving us, that we're no longer holding on to some forms of religion and denying the power thereof. And the more than ever, I believe that we need to place ourselves in the position to receive Holy Spirit power. Last night, I was lying in bed, getting, you know, just about to go to sleep, and I felt Holy Spirit say to me, next week, it's my birthday, happy birthday to me. And I found God say to me, what do you want from me? And I lay in bed and I felt, God, more than anything else, I want to be one who is used in the supernatural. And I want to see people come to Jesus. That's what I want more than any, anything else. I don't want to be comfortable, and God does not want us to become comfortable and so rustic that we know earthly good. But we have to be those who are constantly saying, in 2 Corinthians 3, thank you, verse 2, it says this, you yourselves are our letter written on our hearts, know and read, known and read by everyone, that we, as we begin to say, God, shape and form my identity and my destiny, I need to know that I am his living letter. In Ephesians, it says we are his poem. We are his workmanship. And we need to watch, beloved, that our poem doesn't become a limerick. There was a young woman called Swart. That name rhymes with so many words. But we become those who carry God's kingdom and don't allow the enemy, the accuser's language, to become our language. 
in 2020. Do not allow the accuser's language to become your language, but that we are those who are carrying with intention the justice of, of God that sets things right. I am not doing New Day because I need a little project. Four years ago, God spoke to me, he said, the regeneration of a city, the restoration of a nation, and the revival of a continent, and I thought this is a late midlife crisis. But I tell you something more than ever before, and I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to admit this. I'm 62 next week, and I'm going, God, give me those mountains, and give me young people around me who can come up with me to see your kingdom come, and to see your will be done. And we need to be those who are carrying the mandate of God to set things right. And so that video of what is happening in Durban over the next little while, please, I implore you by the mercies of Jesus, get involved. You will have the most extraordinary conversations with people on the beach. Why? Because, thank you, and we can put the next scripture up in Matthew 18, verse 11. Interesting, a lot of translations don't put that verse in. Have a look at it in your Bible. It goes from 10 to 12. I kind of leave it out. But it's also found in Luke 19, verse 10, and it says, The Son of Man has come to give life to anyone who is lost. The Son of Man has come to redeem and to heal and to make whole. And the question I want to ask you as I wrote this down today and was working on it is this. What has been lost in my life? And the second thing is what is God calling me to redeem? Not just in my own life, but the world around me. Lord, what's been lost in my life that I need to get back? And I felt that some of us, you know, we just, we got so tired. I, was, I spoke this morning on hope. And there is something about God stirring up a new hope in us. Thank you. In Psalm 42, verse 1, in the NIV, it says, It's the dear pants for the water, so my soul longs for you. But in the, in the in living translation, the passion translation, it says, I long to drink of you. Oh, God. Anybody ever had a real thirst? Oh, man, me too. Do you know that when people come out of anesthetic, they don't ask for a choppy or a sticky burivos. They ask for water. Always. Always when they're coming out of anesthetic. And here the Lord says to, oh, wants us to cry out, I long to drink of you, oh, God. Drinking deeply... I love that song. Thanks for choosing it. Drinking deeply from the streams of pleasure flowing from your presence. Ah, oh, there is nothing more powerful than that. And beloved God wants us to be those who drink deeply so that we can be full of his presence and full of his fruit. In Genesis, it says, be fruitful and multiply. Be full of fruit. And Jesus is constantly multiplying as we put ourselves in his face saying, Lord, I align my identity and my destiny in you. I'm going so fast, I'm almost doing like circular breathing here. In Isaiah 9, verse 7, it says this, And of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Of the increase of his government, 
And for each one of us, I feel in 2020, God's saying, mark out territory. John and Debs, mark out territory in what you guys are doing. Mark it out. George, in Harvest, mark our territory. We've already had this conversation. It's time to lift the tent, pegs out. For each one, and it's not just that church, it's this church here. Whatever you're in, in education, in the financial world, in the health world, mark our territory. Don't wait until the last minute. Begin to plan. Sorry, I'm shouting. I could say I'm tired. But there's territory to be taken. Young people at school, mark out territory. God, give us, give us our schools. God, give us our universities. I was talking to a friend of mine. I have the privilege of being able to get alongside people who are in government or planning to be in government in the UK. And I was speaking to a woman who's standing for a certain area. She phoned me here. And I said to her, sweetheart, the word I have for you is mark out territory. You mark it out. And I said, you know what? When you're going through the various streets in your constituency where you are wanting to be elected, don't just look for the vote. Give the hand of power from the king and the kingdom to the people around you. Mark out territory because there's more. And beloved, as we mark our territory, we need to also say it's not about what I receive, what I receive, what I receive. But Lord, everything that you give me, I want to give it away. I was talking to a young man or a friend of mine last night. You know, he's been through Bible college and everything else, and he's now declared himself an atheist. And we were walking down to an event together. They'd come four hours from the free state to see me. I've known he and his wife for years. And we were walking down. And we, I, you know, I just felt God said, don't. Don't get into a conversation about atheism. Just tell him how much you love him and how much you appreciate him. And it was so funny because I was walking next to him, and the next minute he grabbed my hand and locked it into, you know, like we were walking arm in arm. And I eventually I said to him, you know what I'm committed to do? Is I said, more and more, I know God's saying to me, travel light and love life. And he went, sure, yeah, man, that's what I need. I thought, from your lips, brother, to God's ears. But give yourself away. Because, beloved, there is a river that's flowing from the sanctuary. You know that story, hey, in Ezekiel. And as it flows, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And the question I'm asking you is, I'm asking myself, is are we just standing and spectating the river going by, where have we said, Lord, we're getting in. Not just our ankles, not just our knees, not just our weight, we're going in too deep. Because we want to be those that you eventually move back to the shore. And we see those trees where the leaves are for the healing. We see your supernatural healing taking place. We see your provision for us in every area of our lives. And we want to be those with nets casting them out and seeing many, many come to you, young and old. And so, beloved, I want to encourage you today. Let's stop all this selfie stuff. Sorry if you like to take selfies. Seriously, 
But you know, I just see people just constantly taking selfies. Let's turn the camera. Begin to say, God, give me this panoramic view of the world that you allowing me the privilege to live in. And in 2020, I want to have supernatural vision. I want to see like you see. I want to embrace the destiny that you have on my life and the call that you have for me. And beloved, as I was putting this together, I felt God say, dream again. Dream again. Stop letting past disappointments dilute the future. Dream again. But beloved, don't just dream. Practicalities are the foundations that spiritual buildings are built on. Now that's a good statement. But catch God's dream. Don't let the enemy catch it. Let's pray. How's that? Right on the button here. <laughs> Holy Spirit, sure, we've gone fast tonight. And I thank you for all that you've done already. But I think there's just a little bit more. And earlier on, I felt there were two things. Thanks, Sean. Can you get up here, Debs, if you wouldn't mind coming up? And I felt there were two things that I'd love us to do. Let's just receive for a few seconds here. I've gone so fast. Just receive. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you.